Hi, I'm Kelly. And I'm Catlin. And welcome to the The How How to to Love Me podcast. Podcast. Well, hello and welcome. Welcome to another episode, guys. Welcome to another episode of How to Love Me, the podcast where we talk about mental health and relationships. Specifically our relationship. Absolutely. And today we talk about... I guess something that we don't really talk about a lot, which is that perfect relationship. No? Uh, No, we talk about perfectionism. Yeah. Why perfect? Well, okay. So I guess to give a little bit of um, background on this, it's something that Kelly actually brought up originally. Mm -hmm. So this was her idea. Yes. And I was all for it. 100% for it. Mm -hmm. I mean, it makes sense. So I didn't really realize what perfectionism really was i just knew it as a term right which i think is what everybody kind of knows it as is just the term right but what is perfectionism i mean let's find out experts tend to define perfectionism as a con or a combination of excessively high personal standards Mm -hmm. and overly critical self-evaluations Ooh. Mm -hmm. so can you be hard on yourself do you expect more out of yourself (laughs) Are you like everybody else, like me and Kelly? Because I would say this is one thing that you have actually been struggling with. Oh, yeah. Yep. Like, even today. Today. <clears throat> today. Today, especially. Mm-hmm. Okay, also, sorry, guys. I apologize. I'm clearing my throat like freaking crazy. Do you ever get that? Or you just get that, like, scratchiness in the back of your yeah, throat? Yeah, but you've been doing it for, like, 20 minutes. <laughs> well, yeah, I know, but I still can't get rid of it. And I feel bad because I'm, like, clearing my throat all over this episode. So, sorry, guys. Sorry if it's gross in your ears. Yeah, let's hope it gets, bad. she gets over it. It'll, hopefully, it'll get better sooner rather than later. Right. <clears throat> maybe that's all you need to do is just talk it out. Yeah, maybe. <laughs> <clears throat> so Anyways. Anyway. <laughs> Perfectionism. It is something that, I mean, I deal with. And, like, I take in my personal life. I know Kelly takes it in her personal and professional life. Because mm-hmm. you always want to be, I guess for lack of a better term, the best version of yourself. Yeah. Yeah, that's exactly it. Right? Okay. Yeah, so I kind of saw it in that whole sense of, you know, I expect way too much from myself. I expect way too much from other people, too. I mean, it's a whole thing, right? Mm -hmm. So I'll be honest. I did some research on these ones, and a lot of these haven't been updated since 2018 i think 2018 was like the most latest article i could find okay that talks about perfectionism and it also talks about it in terms of mental health okay so that was just a good definition um going over to something called good therapy they talk a little bit more about perfectionism and exactly what it is uh signs that you might be a perfectionist which, you know, I, I'm going to I'm gonna <clears throat> honestly say that I am, and I am going to claim oh, that you are. I know that I am. I mm-hmm. know for a fact that I'm a perfectionist. So you might be a perfectionist if <clears throat> you are not able to perform a task unless they know they can do it perfectly. Mm-hmm. So they ask a shit ton of questions. And yeah. you know what? I'm not like this at work. I usually am, and I don't think you are either. Um... I wouldn't say that I'm not able to perform it, but I'm incredibly uncomfortable if I know I could have done a better job. Yeah, but I mean... I also, I don't ask 
a whole ton of questions. And that's what I mean. I Well... Like, you get some of those people that you work with, and they ask a ton of questions. Like, no matter what you ask them to do, you <clears> can be like, hey, um, you want to meet the guy at the door and pick up the takeout? Okay, well, what is he going to wear? What time is he supposed to show up? Is it paid for? You know what I mean? You get those people? Uh, you know what? No, I... I am a little bit of that person. I feel like you don't really see it as much in the work environment because I was already so comfortable, like in our, in our previous jobs, I was already so comfortable in that role that I didn't really have to ask a whole lot of questions. I just knew what I was doing. Oh, okay. So I feel like that's why you didn't really notice it then. I'm going to say you got a little bit of it, but I'm not going to, I'm not going to say that this is your like claim to fame is all I'm saying. Okay. That's all I'm saying. Okay. Okay. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So, Another thing you might do is view the end product as the most important part of any undertaking. As a result, they may focus less on the process of learning or completing the task to the best of their ability. So that's somebody who looks at the end goal and says, this is what I need to be, this is what I need Mm -hmm. to turn over and I need to get there. But they don't really think it through. Right. Where, you know, and I find that's something that you do a lot of where I'm able to help you in that. So... Yeah, I get so fixated on the end goal that I get overwhelmed with how I'm going to get there. Yeah, like, so let's take the wedding, for example, right? I Mm -hmm. mean, you're thinking end game already. You're already thinking like, holy shit, we have all these choices we got to make. We got to make them right now. Oh my Mm -hmm. God, I'm panicking. And I'm like, no, no. Slow her down. Yeah. First off, where do we want to say I do? Mm -hmm. And then from there. We'll figure out the yeah, rest. let's build it out from there. Right? Yeah. So, I mean, I can see that being a trait. And, I mean, I can see that definitely being... But I, I'm also bad for that. And typically, we help each other through it. Mm-hmm. Yep. Honestly. <clears throat> okay. Another thing. Not seeing a task as finished until the result is perfect according to their standards. Mm, yes. This is you <clears throat> in a... This is you in mm-hmm. a nutshell. No, wait. This is you in a nutshell. This is me in a nutshell. How did I get in here? <laughs> this is a bloody big nutshell. <laughs> yeah, that that is me in a nutshell. Yeah. I, I do not like turning over something unless I know I have completed it to the absolute best of my abilities. And if I do have to send something over, do turn something over that I'm not 100% okay with, I am incredibly uncomfortable and I critique every little bit of it. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. I would say. And I'm not, you know, I'll, I'll be honest, like, as long as I get the product turned over and I look at more of the basics to mm-hmm. a final product, I don't really look so much as, like, I want to make sure the information's there. And that's mm-hmm. the most important thing for me. It's yeah. not so much the layout and stuff. Oh, yeah. No, I make sure the information's there. Everything has to be, like, aesthetically pleasing. Like, nothing is unthought of. So another sign, and I think I'm probably the worst one for this... <laughs> To procrastinate. People with perfectionism may not want to begin the task until they know they can be, they can do it perfectly. That's both of us. Yeah, I'm especially bad for that. I mean, no matter what I've done, whether it be the mental wealth project, uh, volunteering, or creating this podcast, even Mm -hmm. these small little things, I put it off until I know I can complete the whole thing. Mm -hmm. Right? Yeah. I mean, small work things too. I don't start a project till I know I can finish it. That's one thing I will say. Okay. Yeah, yeah. like I'm not going to do half the work to wait for the rest of it. Because typically, yes. in my experience anyway, <clears throat> mm-hmm. when I get halfway through and then I get the rest of the information, it changes the front half. So why did I do that work? I'm an yeah. idiot. Yeah. Well, yeah, you just end up making more work for yourself in the long run. So mm-hmm. why? Mm-hmm. 
So that's one that I, I don't think you're bad for. Procrastination? Yeah. Um, for things around the house, I am bad for procrastinating. Okay. For things at work, not so much. Yeah, and where I procrastinate as a whole. Yeah. Yeah, you do. <laughs> yeah, you do. <laughs> yeah. So another thing, another sign, if you will, mm-hmm. is to take an, an excessive amount of time to complete a task that does not typically take others long to complete. That's me with folding laundry. Yeah. <clears throat> See, and that's the thing. I usually, I'm like that until I do it once and I go, oh, I'm a fucking idiot. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, I'm like that through the entire thing of folding laundry. Well, what can I say? Absolutely nothing. No. 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 So, I mean, that's that's some really good signs. And this, these are signs that, I mean, can be related to everyday life. It can be related, related to relationships. It can be related to a lot of things. Mm-hmm. So... It's, you know, a lot of different information on perfectionism. So how to overcome perfectionism. So one thing that I've actually learned, what kind of reading up on this. So Mm -hmm. this information, guys, is on goodtherapy.com. They have a perfectionism section uh, about it. Now we're looking at how to overcome. But one of the things that I learned is the connection with mental illness in general, which is something that I was looking for. Right. Because, I mean, this is, at the end of the day, we talk about mental health on this podcast. So, I mean, is there a relationship from being a perfectionism or perfectionist to, hey, I got some mental health things, too. And it turns out, y'all know me. Still the same OCD. (laughs) But it's been low-key. It has been. And I didn't realize, because... You know what? I I know that I've been told I have OCD and I have OCD tendencies, but I've never actually, like myself, been Mm -hmm. able to say, ooh, that's OCD. Mm -hmm. You know, because there's the odd things of like, you know, wanting all the forks to be in the section with the forks. I don't think that's OCD so much. I think that's just like a natural person. Um, But the fact that the perfectionism is kind of like a branch of OCD. Mm -hmm. now, Now for the first time, I think in my adult life i've been able to like look at what ocd is and how it's been affecting me right which is kind of cool yeah a little bit does that open any doors for you or you you always knew that this was like i've always known that perfectionism is part of my ocd well son of a bitch well i mean i guess i could have shared that information with you yeah you know if only we had a platform that you know caused us to talk for like at least an hour of week (laughs) if only what would that be like Mm, i feel like maybe we should try that probably a good idea yeah might be for the best yep yeah Mm -hmm. maybe our listen no anyway that's enough of that but i mean they relate it to everything from anxiety depression obviously burnout is a big part of it too Mm -hmm. uh ocd high levels of stress and then you know they start to get into you know the anorexic suicide risk you know people of that nature too because it is an issue and one thing they say is perfectionism is generally known as a negative to have negative consequences on a person's mental health i mean that's the first line in the combination of that with mental health mm-hmm. kind of makes sense yeah i mean it, it kind of hits the nail on the head for me because like I I mean you guys already know we both deal with anxiety we both deal with depression um I have been feeling pretty burnt out for the last little bit um we both deal with OCD I have well I mean I was even saying earlier today like I wish that I didn't feel so stressed out all the time yep. so 
high levels of stress. Like, I mean, we pretty much hit the nail on the head with most of these. Yeah, exactly. So, I mean, how is it treated? They talk about a, a little bit of uh, how to deal with your fear of failure. And one of the big things is a deserve to be loved and admired. So I think that's one of the things that I personally struggle with. Okay. Um, I'm always, I, I never want somebody to dislike me because they don't know me. Mm-hmm. So one of the things that I always do is put my best self, most positive self forward. Um, and it tends to be infectious. Mm-hmm. So, it does. Yeah. And the reason I do that is just because I want people to be happy when they first meet me so that that's their first interaction with me. Right. And it, that's basically that. I have a desire for people to like me. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You have a strong desire for that. I really do. Yeah. It, it's kind of crazy. A little bit. A little yeah. Bit. Yeah. Yeah. It's a, it's a little intense. Yeah. Which I I do still have some of that desire. I don't know if it's quite... I don't know if it's quite as high as yours. However, we I think we also just kind of attack it a little bit differently too. Mm-hmm. 100%. Mm-hmm. Um, and obviously the biggest one, in my opinion, is the need to please one's parents. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Which is another thing that, you know, I think I struggle with, you struggle with, a lot of people struggle with. We mm-hmm. always we want always want to look like the perfect kids in our parents' eyes. Oh, of course. Right? Mm-hmm. And... That's a struggle sometimes. I mean, yep. we're not perfect. No, exactly. And neither were our parents. And I think that's a thing that we all have to remember. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, they they go into more detail about types of therapy and stuff like that. I'm really not going to get into that. Um, they have some self-help strategies for perfectionism, too. Those are... I'm going to go over the big points in it. But really, this isn't something... We're not... Basically, we're not professionals, guys. We're not here to give you this advice. The advice is out there if you want to look for it. We are here just to talk about it and kind of facilitate it. Yeah. Right? Yeah, basically. So, you know, before I get into, you know, the types of therapy that you should be doing, I don't want you to go like, hey, you know what? Catlin on the How to Love Me podcast told me that I need this specific type of therapy. And Mm -hmm. you haven't offered that to me as my therapist. And how does this guy with a podcast know more than you? Yeah, no, we, we, we are not professionals. We literally just like to talk about it. Right. Mm -hmm. Right. So, okay. So here's one of the big self-help strategies for perfectionism Mm -hmm. challenge black or white or all or nothing thoughts. So challenge those things that are always negative, right? Mm -hmm. So one thing that I like to do in this is when you see something that's negative end the negative and look at all the positives about that. You know, are there positives to it? I guarantee you there are. I guarantee you there's one way that you can see the bright side of that. And if you can, that's challenging the black or white. Mm -hmm. And if something's super positive, you don't, I mean, obviously you don't want to be negative, Nancy, and destroy it. So try to do it just on the negatives. (laughs) (laughs) Right? Yep. Yep. Makes sense. Makes sense. Right? So write down or journal positive affirmations. I mean, that's a big thing. If you have if you have a lot of uh, issues with being perfect and always telling, you know, you're looking for that, tell yourself that. Like, that's a big thing is those mm-hmm. positive affirmations are a big thing. I've got a few friends that they write them down and they make sure it's the first thing they see when they wake up and the first thing they see when they go to bed. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's a great idea. Right? Yep. It just lets you know that you are worth it. Mm-hmm. And no matter what other people think of you. 
right? Yep. Uh, next is be aware of your self-talk. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So do you use words like should or must, or do you put yourself down often? Yeah, that's me. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. See, and that's the and but I mean, that's the part of it is like you are already coming up with a conclusion of something before you've even had the conversation. You know what I mean? You're already expecting the worst. Yeah. Yep. Yeah, I definitely do that. I always always go worst case scenario. You do. I mean, I do too. I do too. Mm -hmm. So mess up on purpose is another one, guys. That sounds terrible to me. Find an activity that you are particularly perfectionate about. And don't put 100% into it. Hmm. That just killed me inside a little bit. I know. I just felt your heart drop. Yeah, that that one that one hurts me, guys. That yeah, hurts. Yeah, yeah, it definitely affected her. That like, oh man, like I I'm starting to feel anxious already about that. <laughs> like even just thinking about doing that makes yeah, like I just had an anxiety spike. Right now, here's my question to you: If you did it, like let's say you did it by accident, mm-hmm. would you stress out about it as much? If I found out about it, and so let's found say out it that happened. I... It happened. You realized it wasn't near a big of a deal, right? Mm-hmm. You fixed it, and it's over with. I would still end up beating myself up for making a mistake. Well, maybe that's something you need to work on. Oh, I know it is. Well, you know what? On that case, let's go to the next one. Try a new fucking hobby. (laughs) (laughs) That's what this podcast was. Because here's here's the thing, right? When you're starting something new, you've got no skills in it. Mm -hmm. So you're going to suck at it. And it's okay to suck at things. Yeah. It's okay. Then and, and honestly, that's probably the best advice we could give you. It's okay to suck at things. It's okay to suck at things. Yeah. Nobody's perfect at anything. Yeah. Well, I mean, I'm going to say definition of perfectionism is somebody who can't be beat if they're perfect. So, there's like one of everybody, one of everything. You're probably not the Neo in this situation. <laughs> Cuz <'Cause> I'm not. <laughs> no. No. So yeah, try a new yeah. hobby. That's the thing. It shows that failure's okay. Yeah. Yeah, okay. You know what I mean? Yeah. That's one thing I will say about, you know, video games is it's okay if you fail at a video game because you can pick up and restart at the end of the day. One thing that I've noticed is when I do try something new, if I end up failing, I end up beating myself up even more. Mm-hmm. See, and that's just part of beating yourself up. I think that something that I need to work on as your fiance. Well, it's just something that I need to work on in general. Hey. I don't you... think it's something that you need to work on. It's something that I need to be okay with. I'm going to argue with you on this one. Oh, God. Because you've been trying a lot of new things and things that you're not the best at. Look at the time that we went out fishing. Okay. Mm-hmm. We went out with my grandpa. Yep. And you didn't catch a thing and you were having a rough day. And then you just put a hook in the water. You caught a fish. Mm-hmm. You caught a couple fish that day. Yep. You had such a great time at it. Mm-hmm. and But that's because you tried something new. Something that, yeah, okay, me and my grandpa might fish circles around you. But at mm-hmm. the end of the day, you caught a fish. Yeah, sure did. Right? Mm-hmm. And that's the thing. You don't. You weren't trying to be perfect at it. Yeah, that's true. Because you didn't know what perfect was. Mm-hmm. When you're trying a new hobby, guys, don't do something that like your buddy's already done. He's got the best advice and you know tells you exactly how to do it. Because 
you're trying to become that perfectionist. Start at the base. You know what I mean? Yeah, and just build your way up from there. Yeah, if you want to be a tightrope tight walker, maybe start with just some balancing. <laughs> Don't go out and spend the yeah. money on a good tightrope or a slack liner, right? Yeah. Only be a slack liner. Don't go out and buy the slack liner. Maybe just work on your balance first. Mm-hmm. Baby steps. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Let's learn to walk before we run. Mm-hmm. That's all I'm saying. Okay. That's all I'm saying. That's all. So, yeah. I, I mean, perfectionism. Shit, it's something that I think a lot of people deal with, Mm -hmm. and something that I don't think a lot of people talk about. Because I mean, we all deal with it. Yeah, and that's the thing. I think a lot of people talk about it on like a surface level, but I don't think people actually dive into what it really is to be a perfectionist. Yeah, and it's not something you don't even think. People who don't think that they're perfectionisms or perfectionists. Okay, everybody's got, in my opinion, everybody's got their one thing that they're really good at. Mm-hmm. And when you when you aren't the best at it or you make a mistake, you're hard on yourself about it because it's a stupid mistake. Mm-hmm. You're the best at this. You should know better. This is the best thing that you do. Yeah. But that's the problem is that you're going to be your worst critic. And when you are your own worst critic, you're always going to look at the negatives. And when you focus on the negatives, when you start thinking about situations, you only focus on the negatives. Mm-hmm. And it's just like negative on negative. And in this case, a negative and a negative don't equal a positive. No, not in this case. No. No, not so much. Not so much. Exactly. Hmm. Cha feel? Cha feel. Right? So <clears throat> it's tough. It's it, I mean, it's something that I personally deal with. But again, like... I'm not perfect at a lot of things and I'm okay with that. And that's one thing I've always learned to embrace. So even when I was a kid and I was getting bullied, right? So one of the things that I realized when I got tired of being bullied is that if I took the power, I'm a funny guy. So if I took the power out of the bully's hands, they couldn't bully me. Mm -hmm. Right? So I just make fun of myself in that situation which kind of lowers my expectations because I make fun of making a mistake. And instead of dwelling on it, I kind of turn it around. Yeah, you just look at it a little differently. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I mean, I think small things like that would really help a person who struggles with professional perfectionism. I'm going to keep, why do I keep saying professionalism? Because we were just working. <laughs> <laughs> so what do you think about that? About perfectionism as a whole? Yeah. I mean, it's in my opinion, I think this is something that you've been struggling with for a while. Oh, yeah. For for a long time, I think, especially lately. Um, And just like the amount of stuff that we have going on right now, too. It's very easy to feel overwhelmed when you're trying to be a perfectionist with all of it. Right? Yeah. So another question I have for you when it comes to perfectionism okay. and being perfect. Mm-hmm. Where do you think it stems for you? Because I think for me, like no matter what, I still think that I have this unwavered sense to be the best that I can for my parents. Mm-hmm. You know, I'm still looking for their approval, even as a full grown adult. Yeah. Yeah. And I think it's probably about the same for me um, between my parents and my sisters. And, yeah, you know, like my my path has looked a lot different compared to a lot of members of my family yeah so i think that's kind of part of it too is because you know outside looking in from a lot of different aspects of you know different members of my family's lives they've it has been you know once again outside looking in it seems like it's been a lot easier 
mm-hmm. versus the path that I've gone on. And then, you know, also still tra- trying to live up to their expectations. It's yeah, it's, it's just a lot. Well, I mean, and you set yourself, I think part of it could be the fact that, and I, I think I did a bit of the same is that you set yourself up for that fairy tale or the, the fairy tale like life. Yeah. You know, thanks, Disney. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I want to be a Disney princess. But, um, you know, and then, I mean, truth be told, from the outside looking in, 100%, you could see that, you know, your sisters kind of got that. They got their story tale life. High school sweethearts, kind of mm-hmm. having kids. And yeah, they're, they're, they've definitely had their road bumps like everybody oh, else. Oh, definitely. But, definitely. I mean, also to compare yourself to that. Because, I mean, mm-hmm. let's let's be honest, they're, if you were really comparing yourself to having that, you know, princess lifestyle, mm-hmm. they've got it and you didn't. Yeah. Yeah. So I get it. I get it. And I, I do the same thing with myself, right? I mean, mm-hmm. I, I struggle with that all the time. And, I mean, that's also part of another topic that we want to talk about is comparing. Yeah. Well, I mean, we've talked about comparisons before. Yeah. And I do definitely still find that I do do that. Um, do do. Ha. <laughs> um, yeah, I do. I do still find that I definitely do still, you know, have some comparisons and stuff. And, you know, frankly, that does for me, that does go hand in hand with my perfectionism. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it's tough, right? And I mean, we I mean, the truth be told, guys, we don't even know how to overcome this. No. Like, we're still working on this. It's something that's kind of popped up in our everyday lives Mm because I'm doing the same thing. So I'm balancing this whole work field life. And because I don't feel like I've produced enough, I feel guilty. Mm -hmm. And then I can't sleep because I'm trying to think of ways that I can produce. And it's just an ongoing cycle of self-doubt and beating myself up because I feel that I'm not doing a good enough job. Mm -hmm. Yep. Which is exactly how I feel with with a lot of things in life right now, honestly, mm-hmm. um, between work and, you know, like trying to, trying to balance between work, our podcast, mental wealth, um, general stuff around the house, like general housekeeping and stuff, trying to plan a wedding. Like there's a lot of different areas in our life right now that I'm trying to be a perfectionist in and, I can't do that with everything and I gotta no. yeah I gotta tone her back but you are kind of and here's the thing that bothers me is you have higher expectations what you need to oh I have super high expectations of myself like my expectations very, very are like high expectations you know they're they're at you know even if my expectations were at 100 percent, you're giving me two to three hundred percent because you think you can do it better but yeah. even though I'm just looking for the bare basic information you're thinking of the letterhead. You're thinking of the type of paper weight, like yeah. the softness of the paper. What envelope should I use? Should I stamp or should I use the the wax stamps? <laughs> should I seal it? Oh, God. You know what I mean? But I mean, that's the yeah, kind of I'm detail. I'm thinking of every single aspect of everything, not just the information at hand, but yeah. yeah, the aesthetics and stuff of it, too. Exactly. You know, like... Let's compare it to wedding planning because it's something that we can easily compare it to. Mm-hmm. You know, looking at caterers, is this caterer going to be dressed up? Is it scummy? Is it just going to show up in a bus? Is it going to be warm? Do they have proper serving? Mm-hmm. You know, don't worry yeah. about that. What kind of food do they got? Is it good? Yeah. Is the food good? Does it taste good? If Will it I t- like it? Yeah. 
Does uh, it not cost? Does it not cost an arm and a leg? Well, yeah. Cool. I'm in. Yeah. See, and that's what I mean. Like we overthink things. We make things. We focus too much on the on the finish line and don't look at just what's in front of you. Mm-hmm. And I find that to be a big thing with life, and something that I've actually learned in the past. I would say year, the year of the 2020. I spent so long focusing on the finish line of everything because, I mean, our lives have been growing and evolving and I've always wanted to think of, you know, where we're going to get to, you know, the kids, Mm -hmm. the lifestyle that we have. Yeah, looking at the future. Yeah, but the problem is, is I focus too much on that and I think of all the negatives that can happen in between. Mm -hmm. When really, I just need to focus on getting engaged, getting married, and taking it one step at a time. Mm-hmm. Because then I don't have the time to figure out the negatives. Because the biggest thing is, is you're looking way too far down the fucking finish line, right? This isn't a, this is a marathon, not a race, not a sprint. Yeah, not a sprint. Yeah, but you need to treat it like a sprint. You need to take it a hundred yard dash at a time. Mm-hmm. Right? Yeah. Don't worry about all the little side bump, like the side roads and shit that's going to come up over your journey. Just worry about the next step. Take it one step at a time. That's all you can do. Yeah. I mean, once again, easier said than done. Right. But It's something that I've actually been working on this year because I noticed that's what I was doing. Like I was worried too much about our future and everything and everything that was wrong with what we had. Mm -hmm. So I looked at, you know, us having kids. Okay, well, I wasn't working at the time or, you know, I didn't have a good enough job or rent, you know, all these small things that I needed to fix. Mm-hmm. before you know we before we were actually happy in that life yeah but instead of doing that i just went and this is where it all turned for me is i just went well <laughs> i kind of have to get engaged first yeah and that's Look where i started that first step right so i focused on the engagement and i thought about how great of a day it's going to be and how wonderful that's going to be and then i was able to accomplish it mm-hmm. now you know, you're worrying about, you know, ro- you know, down the road, down the road. First off, where do we want to say I do? Mm-hmm. Let's start there. Yeah, exactly. Okay, so now we know where we want to say I do. All right, let's find a hall where we want to say I do. Hall's done. Perfect. Caterer. Next. Next. Yeah. Next. Yeah, exactly. We got this. Because if you look at the wedding as like, okay, so now I've got to find a hall, a venue, or I got to find a hall, I got to find a place to get married, need to figure out transportation, need to figure out liquor, need to figure out catering, Mm -hmm. need to figure out the wedding license, need to figure out who's going to marry us. If you think about it as a whole, it's Mm -hmm. daunting. Yeah. Which honestly, I'm not trying to think about it as a whole. I'm thinking about like, yeah, we need to pick a venue, but what comes along with that venue is a lot of places they do also do catering, so they do still go hand in hand. Oh, 100%. But I mean, even applying this to everyday life, right? Mm-hmm. Don't look at the end. Don't worry about all those issues you're going to have. Just worry about that first issue. Mm-hmm. Deal with it. Next issue. Deal with it. We got this, people. Yeah. One step at a time. Slow and steady. Right? Right, right, right? Right, right, right. Right. So perfect, perfectionism, it's a real thing. It's something a lot of people deal with. Um, I mean, there's a lot of dangers to it too, guys. Uh, there's a lot of issues with it. I mean, and you can also pass it down to your kids. I mean, yeah. truth be told, if you expect the world of them, it's something that they're going to develop. 
And I'm not saying that I got it from my parents or Kelly got it from her parents or anything like that. It's just, it is a trait that can be passed on too. It isn't just something that people put on themselves. Right. Right? Right. Right. So, I mean, what else we got? What else you got? What else you got? (laughs) Pretty much that's it on perfectionism. I mean, I didn't want to go into too much detail, guys, simply because it didn't really make a whole lot of sense because if I go too far into detail, you know, I, I don't want to get into the therapy side. I don't want to get into the actual neurology of it all because mm-hmm. it's, we're, well, we're not professionals, right? It's not what we do. Yeah. It's not how we do. It's not how we do. But you know what we do do? To do, to do. Segments. Yeah, we do segments. Yeah, we do segments. Just a tip from Catlin. Mm-hmm. Just a tip. Oh, okay. We got theme music now. Oh, why not? I mean, That's new. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. So, I mean, I, honestly, I already gave my tip, but I'm going to reiterate it. Take a breath. Look at the positives that you got coming up, guys. It's really easy to get drawn in with the negatives. And I know this is easier said than done. But when you are at your low point and you're having a hard time, focus on something positive and just Focus on it. It might take a couple days to break your mindset, honestly. But if you start thinking about it and you focus on that one thing and you keep going for that same positive affirmation, it will win. I promise you that. Positive affirmations are not a one-time thing. They're Mm -hmm. something that need to be repeated and need to be like ingrained into you. Yeah. Because as a natural response, which not a lot of people do. No, not at all. It's not a natural response. And, you know, I learned this from my buddy John. I mean, he covers himself with positive affirmations. He lets himself know. And honestly, I I mean, honestly, I thought it was a little weird until I really thought about it and thought, like, why is it weird? Why do I think that this is weird? This isn't weird. Yeah. It's something that makes sense. You know, why can't you tell yourself this? Because you're your own worst critic. Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, I, I need to take a page out of John's book. Mm-hmm. The mm-hmm. book of John. The book. <laughs> <laughs> uh, okay. He's got his own book. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it's like yeah. the best-selling book of the world. What? Yeah. Good I for know, you. Right? Way to go. <laughs> so, yeah. Yeah. That's that. Cool. What's well, the next segment? Segment number one done. Yeah, I know, right? Yeah. Do you have a segment? Do you have anything you want to cover? Um... I mean, honestly, I know I haven't been overly talkative today. I'm just, yeah, it's it's an off day mm-hmm. for me, so. And kind of the reason why we wanted to talk about it, too, is because Kelly is kind of, you know, she's having a bit of a downtime, and I think a little bit of it is that it, perfectionism. Oh, it's, it's definitely the perfectionism that's mm-hmm. getting me today. Yeah, mm-hmm. and I always just want to let her know that she's worth it doesn't matter if she's not perfect at things. I never expect her to be perfect at things. I mean... Part of the reason why I love you, and that's right, I'm getting into it, (laughs) is you've tried so many new things in the past year and a half. Like, you really have. Yeah, I have. Things that you haven't done before, things that are part of my lifestyle that you're becoming a part of. Mm -hmm. And you've jumped into everything so excited and not afraid to make mistakes. Oh, trying to anyways. How many pierogies have you made? You know what I mean? I've pinched a few pierogies. Right? That's what I'm saying. But the first time you sucked at it. Yeah, it wasn't good. No, but the one thing I told you, and it goes with everything else, is everything's going to get easier with time. Look at our relationship. Mm -hmm. It's not getting harder. It's only getting easier. 
We have bigger hurdles to jump. Yeah. But relationship-wise, it's only getting easier because we have the experience under our belt, right? Yeah, exactly. We've built that foundation now. We have stout resumes. Yes. Check out what I got. (laughs) See my credentials, bitch? (laughs) Got a year and a half in this shit. No big deal. Yeah. Yeah. (coughs) You show me anybody but yourself that has the same amount of experience in this relationship. Mm Mm-hmm. There ain't nobody. No, doesn't exist. Exactly. Doesn't exist. So. That's why I love you. Mm-hmm. That's that's a good why I love you. That you did these things. And that's yeah. and that's the biggest part. Yeah. And that you're not a perfection. You're not trying to be perfect, Adam. You're just trying to enjoy yourself. Yeah. Which is what we need to do in life. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you're right. You're right. <sighs> yeah. Um. Honestly, you know what? My why I love you today is just for coming up with this episode and for doing all the digging and stuff that you did because you knew that this is something that I was struggling with, especially today. Mm -hmm. And even though I didn't want to come and record and I didn't feel like I was in the right mindset, I do think that I needed to hear it. Yeah, and so this episode is a little different, guys, because, I mean, you're probably going to notice it. Kelly was a little off. Yeah. She Honestly, I... (laughs) <laughs> not even not even a little off. I'm just off. Yeah, which is fine. And you're allowed to have off days. But this is Everybody part of this podcast. Them. This is yeah. how to love me, where we talk about specifically our relationship. Yeah. And this is one of those days of our relationship. One of the other things that we've talked about is having a fight night when we actually have a fight and we actually want to have the fight on this podcast. And we'll call it fight night. <laughs> but, you know, this is part of it. Kelly's having a tough day. I mean, her solo sode shows, you know, like the vulnerability that we're showing, it's a lot. Yeah, it's it's a lot, yeah. So, I mean, with that, guys, we really hope you guys enjoy this episode. Yeah, I mean, I, I, I don't feel great about it because I know that I am off, but it is what it is. It is what it is, guys. Yeah. And we just want to get that information out there. So... Take, take this in. Take this info in. And that means for everybody, including you, babe. Yeah, that's right. And on a side note, guys, it's we're not a wreck. We're actually doing we're, we're doing pretty good. Kelly had a rough morning. She's doing way better now. Yeah, she's, I am doing a lot better than I was. She's earlier. still yeah, I'm, I'm still off, but it it is a hell of a lot better than it was earlier. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. She's uh, she's not doing that bad. Mm-hmm. She's doing pretty good. She's kicking the desk, which oh. is shaking everything. Yeah. But, whoops. You know, it's fine. It's fine. Maybe they couldn't hear it. Uh, yeah, probably not, but I could see it. Yeah. It looked like Godzilla is coming down the street. It's fine. Godzilla! Uh, anyway. <laughs> Anyways. On that note, we're going to end it here, guys. We love you. We love you. Thanks for listening. And bye! bye.